HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. Since 2009, HRN podcasts have been exploring the wide world of food, beverage, and agriculture. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. I'm Chaba Perivan, co-host of Agave Road Trip on HRN here to talk about 818 Tequila. 818 creates their tequila using traditional methods that a family-owned and operate distillery in Jalisco, Mexico. From the blue agave they grow to their recycled glass bottle, 818 emphasizes the Earth's importance in all they do. Their distillery runs on biomass and solar power, which means they don't rely as much on fossil fuels and are able to reduce their carbon footprint. Their labels, corks, and boxes are all certified by the Forest Stewardship Council as coming from sustainability-managed forests. 818 is a proud member of 1% for the Planet, through which they support HRN as well as Sacred my organization in Jalisco, where together we transform agave byproducts and water waste into adobe bricks that are donated to local infrastructure projects, like a local library in Zapotitlan de Vadillo. Visit drink818.com to learn more about their sustainability efforts and find 818 near you. 818 has been part of so many magical nights for me, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. 818 tequila imported by 818 Spirits, Manhasset, New York. 40% alcohol by volume, drink responsibly. Hearst Ranch is a proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. The Hearst family has been raising cattle on the rich, sustainable native grasslands of California's Central Coast for over 150 years. Piedra Blanca Rancho in San Simeon is the original Hearst Ranch, founded by George Hearst in 1865. George's son was the famous publisher, William Randolph Hearst. In addition to being known for building the iconic Hearst Castle, William was, like his father before him, an avid rancher. In his words, I would rather spend a month at the ranch than any place in the world. Thanks to one of the largest land conservation easements in California history, a joint effort with the California Rangeland Trust, the American Land Conservancy, and the state of California, the working landscape at Hearst Ranch will be preserved forever. Learn more about Hearst Ranch at HearstRanch.com. Welcome to HRN on Tour at the 2022 Food and Wine Classic in Aspen. I am Christine Sykes-Lowe, and today I am joined by Sonoma-based Miyoko's Creamery. I have Allison Kilmer. She is the point person for the Wine Country Hospitality Program and Erin Gort, who is in communications. Welcome to you both. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. So I um, 
I'm a fan of your product. I've only had a few things, mostly the butter. Um, we don't really get a lot of cheese uh, where I am from, North Carolina, but I know that you're expanding and you're going to be getting the word out on that. Can you kind of tell the story behind the brand? Yeah, absolutely. So Miyoko's Creamery was founded, well, first of all, it's the world's finest plant milk creamery. And we a, a, use, a, an important yeah. distinction. Yes, yes this very is a big vegan, vegan, vegan creamery. Forget what you remember about vegan cheese of yesteryear. This is a new kind of cultured and fermented plant milk source um, that me is you know made by a plant milk cheesemaker. Her name is Miyoko Shinner, hence the name on the box. Yes. And she um, was. You know, I'll just give you a little bit of quick backstory. So she grew up in Japan, um, and she grew up at a time during the 80s when French cuisine was all the rage. And so she naturally just developed this palate for heavy creams and beautiful cheeses and butters. And she um, really loved Julia Child. And so um, when she went vegan at a really young age, she decided that she wanted to go through that cookbook of Julia Child and really veganize that entire book from start to finish wow, and that, she did that right? is lofty that's it amazing big, yes but she's a very ambitious person that's so wonderful she is um so she set out to prove that you can make cheeses from plant milks um that are really on par with some of the finest um creamery products out there that are made from animal milks and so she started by cataloging different plant source milks like cashews and uh, watermelon seeds and legumes and potatoes and things like that and really started um, working through the um, different types of proteins that were in those and enzymes and how they perform similar to plant milk. Um, There's plant a definite milk. science behind yeah, it. It's yeah, like, definitely. And so she mastered this art of making artisanal cheeses and butters by going back into really the past and really hearkening back to those traditions that have been around for thousands of years with fermentation and aging. Um, and she found out that there are certain plant milks that just perform beautifully um, in a similar fashion to animal milks. And so that's how Miyoko's Creamery came about. And now we're out to prove that um, in a culinary world that we really do belong um, in the wine country where we are served alongside some of the finest wines um, in the world. We come from wine country. We're in wine country. So Sonoma and Napa counties are really our home. And um, we have just really had a lot of fun getting our cheeses out there on charcuterie boards alongside cheeses and um, that are made from, you know, the way we see it is that we've got cheeses that are made from plant, you know, we've got, uh, sorry, we got like cow's milk cheese, we have goat's milk cheese, we have sheep's milk. And the way we think about it now is that we now we have a new source, we have a plant milk cheese. And so um, oftentimes we'll be served on charcuterie boards alongside some of those other uh, animal milk cheeses. But sometimes they'll serve, you know, vegan boards as well, which is really amazing. And it's a great, great way to kind of 
immerse ourselves in this culinary scene. So tell tell me about the reception the wine community had. Well, that's the surprising part. Right. You know, I've been a vegan for a really long time. Personally, I've been a vegan for over 22 years. And back then, you couldn't find products like this. It just didn't, they didn't exist. And so um, it's a really exciting time, I feel, for the wine industry who has really, in in particular, leaned in on the sustainability angle. Um, Not many people know, but Sonoma County was named the most sustainable wine region in the world recently. And we wear that with a badge of honor. And we want to help people connect the dots, not, not just about farming practices and dry farming and things like that, but really thinking about how our food choices weigh into that sustainability as well. Mm-hmm. And this is a really wonderful way for them to be able to address that market of wine-loving, plant-curious vegans and foodies who really don't want to be left out of that culinary scene in wine country. And so I've been left out for many years, decades uh, in the past, and I know um, firsthand how special it is to walk into a beautiful property and just have them welcome you uh, and offer some of these um, amazing cheeses alongside their wines. Well, speaking of, if you all, you brought a sampling, which looks lovely. Um, These are particularly of the cheeses that I have not tried yet. So tell me what you have on the plate here. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got uh, two aged cheeses and two uh, soft double creams. And then we have our European style vegan cultured butter. That's what I, that's what I got introduced to, which is really, really good. You can't tell, I mean, it's hard to tell the difference. I love that. Yes. Thanks for that. Um, So we have here, um, they'll start with the black ash. It's an aged cheese and it has, we're serving it today um, at Aspen Food and Wine with, it's on a sliced apple with, uh, it's topped with a Meyer lemon uh, marmalade made by Cliff Family Winery, one of our wine partners. It's just so bright and it pairs beautifully with like a gorgeous Sauvignon or maybe a Pinot Noir. And then next to that, we have our next aged cheese, which is an, it's crusted in herbs de Provence. Yeah, I see all the herbs on this. Yeah, that heavily one is crusted. really lovely, um, paired with a, an, an oak Chardonnay. Um, some of, you know, in Sonoma County in particular, we have a lot of those um, cool climate uh, pinots and shards that are becoming really popular. Yes. And so those two cheeses in particular pair really beautifully with those. That has a wonderful bite. It's a bright and yes. yeah, tangy. Yes. Very Can tangy. you taste the fermentation? Oh yes. Definitely. Great. Definitely. And then the next one here on a cracker, we have our double cream uh, chive. And it is one of my favorites because this is one that's really fun to actually cook with. I throw that into mashed potatoes and I'm like, people bow down. They're just like that in the butter in some mashed potatoes is really delicious. Oh my. Yeah. That's a, that's one of or, our showstoppers. Or, or, or folded into some egg whites or eggs or, you yeah, know, any anything. kind of, wow. Yeah. It was really good. That one pairs really beautifully as well. And it looks with, like it spreads pretty, It's you know, great easily. on sandwiches. Okay. And, um, yeah, it's very, very spreadable. And then what's the last one? Oh, we the have the butter one, still. Um, before the butter. So this one is a, um, a winter truffle. Oh, 
I know. So I hope you like truffles. You're killing me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Did I have you at truffle? You had me before truffles, but yes. <laughs> this is, okay. Yep. Oh, that's rich. That's good. Yeah, that one is delicious. Big mouthfeel on that yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, really delicious in like a risotto mm -hmm. or in pasta. Just melt it down with some of that I might pasta have to water. have you guys ship me some. I've already decided. <laughs> We're going to ship you some, some samples. Okay, Don't worry. Okay, yeah. and then this is the butter. Yeah, so that butter, um, we're serving on a radish, a very French-style way of eating butter. Um, and it really highlights the creaminess and the saltiness. That's what I remember. Yeah, yep. okay. Because I could not believe it. I remember... Um, Mostly for health reasons, I was looking at alternatives just for, right. you know, and there are a few options out there, and that one is incomparable, in my opinion. It's a winner. I have to say, humbly, uh, yeah. it, it actually is a remarkable product. It's so clean. The ingredients are literally um, cashew because, milk and because everything's coconuts organic, churned correct? with coconut yes. oil. Yes. So it and it's lightly salted. It's not overly salted, but it bakes beautifully, and it's one to one. So you use it just like you would animal milk butter. So it browns like you can do brown butter. So what we're serving at the booth today. Um, is a brown butter mashed potato with a, um, a sautéed maitake mushroom on top. And chefs love it. Chefs from, do love yeah. this butter. It's insane. I know um, that's part of your uh, marketing, some of your marketing platform is yes. the, the, so chefs, we have, the chef angle of the whole thing. We have um, a lot of chef partners that we're working with. We have a lot of chef partners that we're working with right now. Um, we actually have a YouTube series launching. Uh, our second series is launching um, in the coming month where we worked with a number of really amazing uh, LA-based chefs and had them really going through the techniques and really showing how amazing this butter is, uh, how you can confit or you can make caramels or ganache and all of these amazing it's limitless. things. It's limitless. <laughs> like, yes, exactly, in all of its glory. So, and how yes. can people follow that? Sorry. Okay, how can people follow that? Oh, yes. Yeah. So what you would do is uh, it's uh, the Vegan Butter channel is our channel, um, but it's the Miyoko's YouTube. So if you want to look through that. <laughs> Wonderful. So um, any any new plans on the horizon that you can talk about that well, maybe R&D? Uh, Product-wise? Yeah, R&D-wise. Yeah, absolutely. Or, yeah. Um, one of the products that's really surprising is we have this um, – we have two products that we uh, – well, one on the market right now, which is our liquid vegan pizza mozzarella. I know it sounds crazy, but Not what really. we've done <laughs> is we just took out all the things that make cheese solid mm -hmm. so that we can melt it on artisanal pizzas like wood-fired pizzas and lasagnas and pastas. And uh, it browns and bubbles and it's got that stretch and the flavor is phenomenal because it's super clean it's just cashew milk that's been fermented mm. um, so it has that nice tang and that it's similar to like a I would say a buffalo mozzarella in its style or a burrata um, but like chefs really love it and um, do these melt we pardon do these melt do these melt well yes the okay. double creams melt really great the mm. um the, the aged cheeses, not so much. Yeah. I mean, they warm really beautifully, right, right. but they're not as melty. Um, and then the next product that we have coming out uh, next year is a 
is a cottage cheese, which sounds crazy, but it's made from watermelon seed milk. The first ever plant milk cottage cheese ever going to be on the market. 10 grams of protein in this. Water, I'm still on the watermelon seed part. I know. <laughs> That's Miyoko. Like I said, she's cataloging <laughs> all these milks. I know. I know. She is a wizard. That's a really good point. That is fantastic. Yeah. So she's she's doing, so she's constantly, um, we have like a real spirit of innovation at Miyoko's and she is spearheading that. And, uh, you know, she is constantly in her kitchen and in the lab and everywhere just thinking of new ways to, um, you know, find different milk sources from plants that perform even sometimes better than some of the animal milk counterparts. And uh, we're having a lot of fun and it's just been great. What other products do we have out there right now? You could do the smoked Gouda, which is coming as an exclusive to Whole Foods next month, which is very exciting. But even to your point, um, talking about uh, the plant milk and the watermelon seed milk, I mean, uh, traditional animal milk cheeses have really had thousands and thousands of years to really develop these processes and create these cheeses. And plant milk, we're really just getting started to see what all of these different nuts and seeds and legumes can do. And it's incredible. Like... We have our um, proprietary enzymes that we're using to create these culturing processes and just develop these really unique cheeses that just create fascinating flavors. And to your question earlier about reception and how people are kind of feeling about things, I think the foodie at heart is such a creative and really uh, inquisitive person, and they're dying to try new products. And here it is, this like exciting new product, which just gets to play so much, especially when you're talking about wine. It's such a unique experience that's unlike anything they've had before. With the different mouthfeels you're getting with this cheese, you're able to actually fully taste the flavors in the wine and fully experience the cheese in just a way that's unlike anything else. Well, it yeah. certainly piqued my uh, curiosity, and I can't wait to see what else is in store. Yeah, well, it's funny because the cheeses, because they're not, um, they don't coagulate on the top of your roof of your mouth like an animal milk uh product would mm -hmm. and so when you're doing wine pairings in particular you're really like the wine is cutting through the cheese and the cheese is cutting through the wine to create that perfect balance that's something that's unique to um, plant milk cheeses that I think is noteworthy and um, and then in terms of adoption I think the industry is really ready um, they, I, the reception that we are getting in our own backyard in Napa and Sonoma has been incredible. We have some insane partners that are making some of the finest wines in the world that are coming to us. And I go and we'll do wine pairings and tastings with them. Then they'll put them on the menus so that um, when people come to wine country, that it's a place for everyone. So if you're lactose intolerant or if you're vegan, or if you just want to cut down your, your carbon footprint and want to eat healthier, you can still come to wine country and, and still enjoy that world-class experience that you would expect from uh, a world-class region. And I think that's really something that we are really proud about. And, um, and just being embraced by the community has been amazing. It's fantastic. Yeah. I know this is a busy weekend for everyone, and I really appreciate you guys taking time to come sit and chat with me. Absolutely. Thank you so for lovely, having us. So lovely meeting you. Um, where can they follow you if they want to follow new product launches, et cetera? Where can people find you? 
So our social channels on everything from uh, our social channels on everything from Facebook to Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. It's all going to be Miyoko's Creamery. That's a great place to keep up with us. And if you could uh, spell that for everyone. Oh yes. Uh, so Miyoko's. It's M I Y O K O S Creamery. Uh, C R E A M E R Y. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, we're posting constantly. We're sharing all the latest updates on our cheeses and really uh, showcasing some really exciting artisan stories happening in our backyard. So it's, it's a great place to be. And they can, they can find a store locator on your website. Yes, on our website you'll be able to product. find a store locator. But we're located in all your major retailers, your, your targets, your Whole Foods, all, all the biggies. So Wonderful. Thanks again. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to HRN's coverage of the 2022 Food & Wine Classic in Aspen. You can listen to all of our coverage on our podcast, HRN on Tour. Find it on heritageradionetwork.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. Since 2009, HRN podcasts have been exploring the wide world of food, beverage, and agriculture. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org.